Tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars... You can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. Uh, this is Edgar Dakamanji from Northeast Sales, and uh, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts. David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job, so I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here! Saturday, May 11, 2013. Welcome, everybody. Chuck Morris and Mr. Jonathan. I'm David Garofalo, and we are back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. This is the Cigar Authority. This week, straight from the Dominican Republic, cigar maker Jose Dominguez joins us. And don't forget, tomorrow is Mother's Day. Don't forget, uh, why not light up a nice cigar with Mar? <laughs> why not? Hey, you forgot about our intern. Marcus. Marcus is here. We're, we're so big, we have interns now. Here we go. <laughs> we have Old Fat Freddy with us. Uh, we get Debonair with Gentleman Chuck Morrison, and we celebrate American Classic Day today. Welcome, everybody. We're also going to take a, a step into the insane asylum. Let's not forget about that. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, I guess, oh, it's my turn. It's your turn. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, the absolutely only syndicated radio show in New England. The U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week from Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire, right off Exit 1 on Route 93. But you can access all of our lovely Two Guys Smoke Shops from any of the Exit 1s in any major highway coming into the state of New Hampshire, which, did I mention it's tax-free? Tax-free. It's tax-free. You can catch us on our website at thecigarauthority.com. You can catch us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. We're also broadcast twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1 at thecigarstation.com. How am I doing, Chuck? Good. No Perfect. training wheels. Perfect. No training wheels. Perfect. Perfect. Boom, After three years. boom. By the way, 100. What? This is episode 160. Wow. 160 episodes today, huh? How many hours is that? That's 320. <laughs> 320 hours. How many minutes? Of, actually, of nonsense. I'm, I'm going with it's, it's 324 hours because uh, three of our anniversary party shows broadcasted longer. Although we didn't play those the extra time on the radio, oh, we, we started them. a little early and we went a little late. So, 
I'm going to throw in those extra okay. hours there. So to celebrate episode 160 today, we will not smoke one cigar during the show. We will not do like other shows and smoke no cigars during the show. We will not smoke our normal two cigars during the show. Oh, no, no, not three. We're going to smoke four cigars in four two hours. cigars in two hours. Because we're celebrating Jose Dominguez is with us, so we're going to smoke an array of different things that he produces so we can get a little bit of everything. Jose Dominguez he makes is a, a very underrated yes, cigar maker. Yes, he is. He can do anything. He makes a lot of low-priced stuff for um, the, the mail-order catalogs and things like that. Uh, but he also makes some great regular cigars and uh, things that we have Which here. Which also happen to be inexpensive. And I use the word inexpensive. Mm. They're not cheap. cheap. They're not cheap. They're inexpensive. They're well-made cigars at a, uh, at a lower price point. Chuck, I'm not even sure that this bad boy is going to fly all the way to you, but I'm going to give it a shot. All right. Here we go. So I was talking to the uh, real Mr. Jonathan on our, on our chat box. That's actually impossible because I am not on the chat no, box. No, no. I said Mr. Jonathan. Oh, so <laughs> the other Mr. Jonathan, Jonathan Carney. He's on the chat box. He says hello. Here we go. Beautiful. He really listens to the show. He does. He's a fan. <laughs> I don't know why. That's great. Everyone in the Please. chat box. Hey, Mr. Jonathan's on the chat box. And, and it was possible, you know, for me to be related to him. It's, it didn't happen, but I mean, we. You were close. Yeah. I, I dated his cousin. I dated his cousin for a long time. Not not knowing that. It was maybe before he was even born. It's definitely before he, he was born. I don't know about definitely. Easy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> way before he was born. I dated his cousin. Um, so the first cigar we're going to smoke is called the pencil. It's called the pencil. And uh, I brought this to Jose. Uh, year and a half, two years ago, uh, I brought in uh, with me in my pocket was a number two pencil. And I said, here, make me a cigar that looks like this. The magic of this cigar is that it's going to draw. So you guys all uh, listening on the radio know what a number two pencil is, the most famous pencil in the world. You couldn't take a test in school without it. You needed the number two. Why did it have to be the number two? Not the number one. Not, not the number, number three. three. Nope. It has to be number not two. Not the ten. Nope. <laughs> has to be the number two pencil. It was very important it had to be a number two. I don't know why that is, the amount of lead that was in it that read the thing. But even before... Now, the click pencils are the automatic number two pencils, but the lead in those is point oh five, not two. Is there but a, they call that an automatic number two pencil. I don't understand. And I love the pencil. I love the pencil. I make a lot of mistakes. I love you notice I use pencils. You all use the pencils time. constantly. Yeah. I love pencils as opposed to pens. I make a lot of mistakes. So you I want to erase it, yeah. You erase it and you you all my number two pencils that I use are all you know, pen. You look at the eraser and you see it's it's uh, worn off start. almost that's completely. A man, that that is a gentleman trade right there. Using a pencil. Using a pencil. Because I make mistakes. Some people don't make mistakes out there. I, I bumped into other retailers across the country and they got it perfect. Oh yeah, they're perfect. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's true. They say that. <laughs> they actually came out and said it. No, I, I got it all. Okay. Got it all. Are got they successful? All. They are somewhat successful. All right. I don't know if they're a hundred percent successful, but. They got it all. So uh, we're going to use a new lighter today. Last week, oh. we, we talked about a lighter that you actually bought. Of course. We bought 300 of those lighters. We talked about them on the show. We're just about out of them. We called up and ordered to order 500 more. 300 in a week of that lighter. What is wow. that called? That Cyclone. The Cyclone. Yeah. By Lotus. That's uh, Vertigo. Vertigo. Vertigo Cyclone. Um, yeah. We ended up. Just about selling out of them, so we ordered them so we, they would get here in time to do it. They ran out of them. 
It's the number one selling lighter in the country right now. Home run. Home run. So we have to take its big brother right now. So what do we know about this? What is this? This is uh, $27.99. It's in a huge tank. Bigger than the Cyclone. It's, it what brand is it? This is the... Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Putting you on the spot? They're an advertiser. Thank you. It's the ver- it is the Vertigo Injector. <laughs> yeah. You wrote it down on your notes. I wrote the injector. <laughs> All right. It's the Vertigo Injector. The cool thing about this is it, it has a double tank. So as one tank unloads, they're connected on the inside. Giant window. You see the big giant window. You can at the tip end the, the thing over to see where it is. But if you, if you rock it back and forth, it looks like it empties and because it goes into the other tank. Yeah, it's a double And then tank. it fills back up. Now, when you light this lighter... There's little flanges on the inside. This is unlike any other lighter. As it heats up, the flame turns a bright red. Wow. How cool is that? Do you know why it turns red, Chuck? I do not. Because when you light your cigars outdoors in sunlight, ah, you can't see the, the blue yeah. will vanish. The red does not vanish. So now you can see where the flame is as it gets to be that, that red color. That is awesome. And you light up. And I have the red version. Jonathan has the black version of it. Um, so if that isn't enough, that it's a four jet that lights up in red, and the bottom of it is a bolt, uh, built-in bullet cigar cutter that's built in. Oh, cool. And it swings all the way. Some of these things only swing a little way. This one goes all the way and snaps into place. Clicks right in. They thought of everything. Giant yeah. double tank with a giant window on it. Holds a lot of uh, butane. It would, it would make you nervous having four jets, and you really have to back up a quad jet lighter with a big tank, and they back it up with two big tanks. They're asking for the name again on the chat box. The that is the, the injector. By Vertigo. By Vertigo. By Vertigo. Vertigo injector. Vertigo injector. The price, twenty seven ninety nine. So uh, pick them up at. Uh, we, we, don't, we actually don't have 300 of these, so we expect to be running out of these. Yes. <laughs> because there's already interest in it, as you can see. Everybody looking around and saying, "Ooh, ah, I yeah. have to get one of those." This is a, 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 you know, like a guy thing you have to have. Oh my God! How cool are you going to be pulling up at a party? Look at that! There's oh, three people at the register right now. There it is. Do I already have a lighter? I don't need another lighter. Oh yes, you do. You don't have one of these. Does it shoot ones. out a red flame. Yeah. Four red flames <laughs> Four. And, and a big tank like that. So anyway, great lighter. So we're smoking the pencil, and uh, it is a 30, what's the ring gauge on this? 28. 28 ring gauge. It's like a... Uh, Draws like a straw. Mini Lancero. <laughs> how do you get, and we'll have Jose on here, how do you get a, a cigar this thin, a 28 ring gauge at six inches long, so it's a pencil, or however long it is, it's whatever the exact length of a pencil was, um, to end up drawing perfectly. And I've smoked a lot of these. They draw every single time. Yeah. We're smoking the natural. It comes in natural and Maduro. You hear some pauses in here and some sounds of tasting, yeah, we're tasting and stuff. It, we're, we, it. we're really smoking, so... You know, oh, I don't hear this on the other shows. They're not even smoking. Now, this is interesting. It, it's a Connecticut Shade wrapper on the outside. Typically, Connecticut Shade wrapper is a very dry flavor to it. There's something different about this. Or maybe it's not even a shade wrapper. Maybe it's a sun-grown wrapper. It's hard to tell. No, it looks something like different about shade. it. It is a little sweeter, and I get notes of sweet cinnamon coming off of this pencil. It's a There's no pencil lead. No. Sweet no. cinnamon. Mr. Jonathan's flavor of the day. Little cinnamon. Little cinnamon. You're picking it up, aren't you? I don't know. 
it's the opposite of every cigar that's coming out lately. We did get <laughs> the Asylum six by eighty. Did you even look at it? You show, didn't you show it last week? No, that was the. Uh, Seven by seventy. Oh my! Come on, really? <laughs> really? That thing is girthy. It is Six girthy. By eighty, it's insane. It's asylum. It's ridiculous. Is and that the limit? Is that the line? I Tell have, me that's the I line. I have called it. It's over. That's it. Everybody, every manufacturer listening, and I know you're listening. That's it. That's Uncle. it. Someone Uncle. has to go to a hundred. No, that's it. Hundred's the even number. Yeah. No, eighty's pretty even. Eighty's pretty ridiculous. You look at it; it's just. Um, Ridiculous. It's you gotta not, go to a hundred. Have you smoked it yet? I haven't had the guts. I, honestly, I haven't had the time. It's gonna take me three and a half hours to get through it. So I gotta be able to have three and a half hours where I can sit there and pay attention to it. They're selling. This is the amazing thing. They are selling. People and are buying them. You know what? It they is look at them and go, well. Wow, that's ridiculous. And then they grab a few. It's ridiculous, but I have to do it. So I haven't blended done it well. I haven't done it. Tastes I don't good, think I will. Saying, I haven't smoked a 7 by 70 yet. You haven't? No. You're just going to have to man up. We're going to have to well, do a we'll, show we'll on it. We'll do a show on it, and we'll smoke it. And we'll smoke it. I, I feel like I'm not going to enjoy it at all. It's going to be uh, at the end I of it. I hear the flavors are very good. Apparently. They're not, not just buying it. Then they're coming back and buying it again. So this is going to be people are voting with their wallets. They like it. So this is going to make every manufacturer say, oh, let, let me make a, a 6x81. You know, just go one yeah, they're further. Gonna, they're going to go by .5s on the ring gauge yeah, and really hover no, at that No, this 80. is it. So uh, I'm making the call right now. The Cigar Authority is making the call. 80 is it. Don't go any further. You can... You can match it if you want, but nobody is to go over 80 starting right now. This is it. No more. Jose Dominguez, you need to come out with a 100. No. 80. You can go 80. You can't even go 80.5. That's it. Because it's already been called now. That's it. It's uncle. We it's give a, up. Don't go any further than that. It's going to be a battle. They, what do they need the... to get rid of tobacco? Do they need to, you know, we have way too much fill of tobacco. We have to get rid of it. It's going to be a battle. It's a battle, battle of the ring gauges. That's Who it. can get the biggest? It isn't. It's it's, uh, it's jumping the shock at this point. Stop. Enough. Stop. Uh, we talked about it is Mother's Day tomorrow. Don't forget Mother's Day. Uh, I don't know if my mother is listening, but uh, I ordered her her Mother's Day present. Uh, paid the extra money to have it shipped. Crossed my fingers to do it. Did you order yesterday? No. And it didn't come. Aww. Oh. How, would, how much in advance did you order? Uh, a week. Really? And paid for a three-day shipping to make sure we'd have and having it. So we should have had it Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday came. We didn't have it. And I was like, ah. Okay, so my wife's out there hopefully listening and, and running around and getting something because the beautiful thing is my mother's birthday is at the end of the month also. So mm. we can do that, but we have to have something for tomorrow no matter what. We right. have the card. You have the card, but you got to. I'll you never know. understand the cards. Well, you know what? You could make a card. You bust out a little macaroni, some glue, make the card, love you, Mom. That's what's great about having, like, young kids is they love construction paper and coloring and I making cards. I love construction paper and coloring <laughs> paper. <laughs> and cartoons. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm a kid myself. But Mother's Day, a celebration honoring mothers and motherhood. Invented by Hallmark? Well, you're going to hear something about that. Um, it, 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 it compl it's complemented by Father's Day, which is nothing. We know that. It is nothing. We get to barbecue. We get to uh, clean the yard or do whatever we want. Um, but Mother's Day is the big deal. 
um, and uh, fathers and nothings uh, compared to it. Um, modern holiday of Mother's Day was first celebrated in 1908 by Anna Jarvis, who held a memorial for her mother uh, in Grafton, West Virginia. So this Anna Jarvis started the whole thing. Three years later, um, no, actually it would be six years later, um, in 1914, um, it really started catching on and got commercialized. And Jarvis um, was adopted in other countries, and um, it was um, gifts and cards, and she got very upset about it, that it became commercialized. So nine years later, after its official U.S. Mother's Day was commercialized holiday, Anna Jarvis herself became a major opponent in the holiday and spent all of her inheritance for the rest of her life fighting to make it go away. Wow. Really? I'm with her. She's Sign the one that up. did it, and then she, because it went in the wrong direction she wasn't happy about, she spent all of her inheritance from her mother um, that she was honoring in, into stopping Mother's Day, and she, she couldn't stop it. Her grave right now. Yeah, she could not stop it. So I hate uh, the whole concept of it. I don't like Valentine's Day. I don't like Mother's Day. You don't like I Hallmark don't like holidays. Day. If Hallmark has a card for it, I'm out. Uh, Jarvis considered it a Hallmark holiday. Boom. Bang. One with an overwhelming commercial purpose. Uh, she en ended up opposing uh, the holiday uh, till the day she died. She died in 1948, regretting that she ever created the holiday in the first place. So that's Mother's Day. But it continues because uh, some hey. interesting facts, although I'm dead set against Mother's Day, there are some things that you can do as a husband, because I know we have mostly men listening, as, as a husband. Gentleman. And as a gentleman, sure. Uh, there are ten things that women would like for Mother's Day. The number one thing, maybe I should go backwards. Of course you should. I'm going to go backwards. So the number ten thing is make up a little coupon. And it's a leave me the heck alone coupon. Give her ten of those. Why are you giving that can... to Why are you giving that to your wife? It's Mother's Day. <laughs> because she is the mother of your children. Well, what if she's not a mom? But your child has to buy the gift for her mother. Not you buy a gift for your wife. It's not Wife Day. It's Mother's Day. <laughs> you don't Seriously? get a, You don't get a gift for your your wife. No, really. I get a gift for my mother. Although it didn't get here in time, I got you a gift. You don't get your wife a gift for being a mom? No. See, now. Do you? Yeah. I could sign it's up to David's plan for this. Yeah. I'm, Dave, I'm, you I'm might be on to something here. I never thought about that. I'm shocked that you do it. Because she's a mom. If but she wasn't a mother, I would. She's not your mother. Nah, she's the mother of your but kids. But she's a mother, though. So, so is the neighbor across the street. She's a mother, too. Yeah. Mr. Jonathan's been called a mother. I didn't get him anything it's either. Like any aunt in my family, for example, that's a mom, I'll get them a gift because they're a mother. My she, grandmother, I'll get a gift because that's she's a good. Mother. She's your grandmother. She is your mother. I, your like, I, I like. I like where he's going. Uh, no, I don't like where you went. I mean, yeah, really? Yeah, You're gonna ruin it for everybody. You, you <laughs> went out and got your wife a present for Mother's Day. And my aunts, and yeah. And what did you anyone who's a mom, basically, that's part of the family, got a gift. Or he's getting a gentleman. No, I might have been playing the game wrong. I have never. And I know my wife's listening. Did I make a mistake here? No, I think I made the mistake. And I'm sure there's <laughs> many others that have... <laughs> Chat box, help me out. What do you do? What's the protocol? 
How about uh, you, Mr. Jonathan? We are, we are your... I don't give my wife anything. She's lucky to get a birthday card. We You're don't right celebrate. To do so, Chuck says Rudy. We don't. Uh, we no. don't celebrate anything. I'm not getting my wife a Mother's Day. She's not my mother. We don't even celebrate anniversaries in my house. Rudy, if someone mothers your children, get her a damn card. <laughs> really? All right. Can I move on? And what does it say? It says Happy Mother's Day. Chucky, did the gentleman? Do they make cards that say to the mother, to the, um, to my wife on Mother's Day? They, I mean, Hallmark, of course. Of course they do. They do. Is that what you get? I don't get her anything. All right. Is that what you get? No, I have the kid make her a card. Well, then you don't get her anything. But I sign it. Then he gets her something. Gets her but I'll get, I'll get her, like, this year I got her, I don't want to say it on the air, but a, a gift certificate to a, uh, to a spa. So she can go do her little thing. Whatever what did you get your mother? Uh, pretty, pretty much very similar thing. Very similar thing. Well, One stop shop. With a card. All right. is, is it because your, your daughters are so young they can't go out and buy, shop for themselves, right. maybe? Right. Okay. All right. He's going to keep doing when it, it when they get When they get older, that's it. They're on their own. Daughter. My daughter's on her own today. I hope you got Ma something. I know you're listening. <laughs> hope you got Ma something because I'll be honest with you, I never did. Number nine. Go ahead. Your, uh, your wife or mother would like a good present. Your mother like would like Mr. a good one Definitely. that she really likes. It is not the thought that counts. It is her thought that counts, and her thought should not be WTF. Okay. They like chocolate, not just any old chocolate, but the kind that someone has taken a big fat Sharpie to and blacked out all the calorie section. Real, legit chocolates. Go to Godiva, spend some money, set it up. Real chocolate. If your wife is the mother of small children, she would like for the day to pee and poop alone. She always does. I don't know. In my house. Uh, she would like to have breakfast cooked for her in someone else's kitchen so that her kitchen stays immaculate. So take her out to breakfast. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be nuts. Every place is going to be jammed. Loaded. Even tonight. Even tonight. It'll be yeah. loaded. Uh, jewelry, jewelry, jewelry. Unless it's one of those stupid necklaces made with cheap plastic beads, she'll have none of that. But if Tiffany suddenly starts selling overpriced plastic beads that can be returned for cash, she may take it. Mild and smooth is what I have here. Oh, it's very good. The Even though it's, it's funneled into such a small thing, you'd think this thing would burn hot. It's mild, cool, and smooth. Go ahead. Uh, she would like a card, but not a stupid Hallmark card. She wants one of those awesome homemade ones with macaroni. Okay. Uh, Mom would like to sleep in, but not with all the hooligans in the house shouting Mommy at the top of their lungs and ramming giant toys into the door to wake her up. To all of the husbands listening... When the kids wake up, take them outside. You can change their diapers in the lawn. You can get them dressed outside. Get all the noise and activity out. Let her sleep in. She would like brunch, but not with the whole family. She wants breakfast and lunch? Brunch, brunch. now. Yeah. She wants breakfast and brunch. Breakfast and brunch. Okay. Uh, But with all of her other mommy friends, keep the rugrats away. She's going to come back drunk on laughter and Bloody Marys. And the number one thing that every mother in the world would like the on Mother's Day. The number one thing. The number one thing. She does not want to wipe a single tushy all day long. Including her own. Uh, you left her alone in the bathroom. Did leave her alone in the bathroom. Right. I think she's okay there. If she's got a toto, okay. she can go hands-free. That's it. As she should. So uh, that's for mom. And that's the number one thing she wants is not to wipe any butts. I'll give that to my wife this year. For Mother's Day, she doesn't have to touch me. Number one gift. <laughs> what do you want, this? 
Sold it. Sold it out of my hand. Wow. Sold the lighter out of my that hand. Awesome. They wanted the red one. <laughs> now I have a gray one. Works just as good. Yeah. Thing Boom. turns uh, orange, then red. And it's got orange, red. You see the blue. You see it changes as it goes on. It's, a, it's an awesome lighter. Awesome lighter. So uh, tickets still available for the 28th anniversary. Party. I can't believe that. Me I can't I believe I really that. thought we were going to sell it out in one day. We did not. We sold hundreds in one day. Then well, I went away. I went out to uh, Davidoff Advisory Board yeah. meeting. I'll talk about that later on and uh, some of the things I can talk about. Some of the things they actually said, don't talk about Did it. Did you sign an NDA? I didn't, but they trust that I won't do it. Yeah. And I said, uh, can I talk about this? Don't show it. Don't, because I had some cigars in advance. In this industry, it's a very copycat industry. Uh, we'll talk about that, too. And some of the things they have is uh, brilliant. And uh, I'm all juiced up. Uh, the cigar industry is going to get a lot fun, and if they try to copy these guys, they better uh, have a big wallet because uh, these guys are spending money. they got marketing, promotions, different things that are happening. They're copying nobody. They're, uh, they're really they're being up. innovative, which is very rare very in the cigar rare. industry. So I was away uh, since Sunday, and uh, I kind of think uh, sales kind of stopped when I went away. Or is it that Why you don't we sell out? released a bunch of tickets as soon as you came back because they were almost all gone and you said, oh, yeah, I forgot. These are on my desk here. Sell yeah. these too. Huh. So we think that might have had something to do with a, it? There was 100 put aside. So now you have the 100 and you're, in the, and you're in the 90s or 80s left. But say we got about 80 tickets left. I think it's 80. 80 tickets left. Yeah, this is two guys. 28th anniversary party. It takes place September 25th. It's a Wednesday night at the Burroughs in Haverhill. And... Uh, you come in and you get a five-course dinner. You have entertainment, music, comedy, uh, 15 cigars per person. All the cigar celebrities will be there. And 78. Dude, this is DeLorean. Message, 78 tickets. 78 left. tickets. And somebody wins a DeLorean, a real DeLorean. A freaking DeLorean. Uh, a DeLorean. Back to the Future come DeLorean. On. And uh, I didn't bring it today because it looked like it was going to rain. Yeah. Uh, why it should that matter? It hasn't a single raindrop. It never saw a raindrop. There's only 10,000 miles on it. The uh, guy told me, uh, yeah, don't take it out in the rain. It's stainless steel. It shouldn't matter at all. shouldn't matter at all. So I don't know, understand why, but I didn't. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep it up unless, of course, it rains that day. But uh, on that night... Uh, it's an elimination night, and we have a great time. Uh, there'll be 500 people at the dinner. You have oh. never had more fun being eliminated. The, the table that gets out, although they're all disappointed, they're like, oh, I'm out. But they all have a smile on their face, and they can get back in. And there's a way to get back in. There's a way to get, way to get back in. So uh, I'm enjoying this uh, little cigar that I've had uh, almost. A, it went out on me a couple times because I've been talking so much. But um, you can get a half hour out of this easy. Yeah. It's a half hour smoke. Yeah. By the way, I didn't even bring up the price. Do you dare? Can 99 cents. Get out of here. 99 <laughs> cents. So that's the beauty of it, too. So that's the pencil. So look for that in your favorite uh, retail store. And uh, usually these things are ripped off. You know, we talk about things getting ripped off. It's going to get ripped off so much because it, it works so well. We're ripping ourselves off. So you're going to see this out there in other stores, too. So we're going to rip ourselves off. Let's go to break. When we come back, we light up another cigar with Jose Dominguez. We bring him on to talk about this cigar and uh, a brand called Rhapsody that we're going to light up. It is a work of art. This guy can make anything out of tobacco, and he makes millions of them. We'll talk about that, his production numbers, and where he's headed. Uh, as Mr. Jonathan said, he is the next big thing. So live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, 
You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hello, this is Paul Joyo from Ocean State Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. Uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks, interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. 
When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Hi, this is Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back with Jose Dominguez, the owner of one of the highest-volume cigar factories in the Dominican Republic. And uh, not a cigar maker you may hear a lot about. Uh, he makes lots of private-label cigars, uh, but he makes his own cigar, Jose Dominguez, and uh, some cigars for us, too. And uh, the cigar we're going to smoke today is what I consider one of the most beautiful works of art that I have ever seen. Uh, it's a brand called Rhapsody by Jose Dominguez. So uh, we're going to like that. But welcome aboard, Jose Dominguez. Hello, Dave. How are Hello, you? very good. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming up and spending a couple of days with me. Uh, so we have this Rhapsody cigar. Uh, I'm going to give the big one to you. Okay. Uh, because we have to smoke four of your cigars uh, during the show. Chuck, I'm going to throw one to you. There we go. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Paul. Uh, so it comes in a little, uh, what they call, uh, an, an, I don't like the, the wording they use for these little boxes. They call them coffins. <laughs> Not so good in the cigar industry, but uh, they call them coffins, but uh, beautifully gold etched. Um, Bring out your dead. What is that all about? Uh, a little, little bring out your dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Monty Python. Correct. Okay. This is a, um, a, a shaped cigar, a Figurado. They're all Figurados, uh, pointed at both ends that we have here. You have a big one, but um, we have uh, a natural wrap cigar with different types of tobacco on the ends. A yes. uh, little, uh, little, what do you want to call that, little feather hat? Like a little uh, plume, like a Julius Caesar would wear it. Yeah, feathers. I, yeah. Um, Feather cap. On the top of it. A pompadour. Yeah, go with pompadour. Not, not the word I was looking for either. Fez, sure. A fez. Oh, God's green earth is a fez. The little hat, little fez cap. I don't know. Like an elf. Fez. Nothing. No. Pom pom. Intern, no. what do you got? Nothing. Intern has nothing. He's Sixteen years old. Marcus <laughs> doesn't know. He never. It's from the thirties or anything. Now, uh, Jose Dominguez, I'm. I'm becoming a roller myself, so I consider myself an expert at this point. I've yeah, rolled uh, eight rolled, cigars. Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm going to say the construction on this thing is very good. Yeah. I, uh, I probably could do as good myself. 
which means it's top-notch. Right. Very, very nice. So, <laughs> for a cigar roller to make this, and I've seen them roll cigars, I've actually never seen them roll cigars like this in your factory, but I can see the guys in your factory roll cigars very fast. Yes, they do. Not this. Not this one. No. So, how many can a cigar roller roll? Of a, this a pair rolls 90 cigars a day. A pair. Two people, one person bunching, one people wrapping. Yes. And at the end of the day, there's 90 cigars on the table after eight Tops. hours. Tops. Wow. It is very... Compared to maybe 300-ish? Compared to 450. 450. Yes. To 90. It's amazing. And you're talking about a cigar under $10. Come on. Under 10 bucks. So... All right, I'm going to cut it. The unfortunate thing when, when, when uh, cutting the cigar is uh, I'm getting rid of all the... Uh, the beauty. I left, I left some of mine on. And you were able to get a draw? Yeah. Really? I'm going to try to leave a little on there. So uh, what do we have? We have a Connecticut shade and Maduro? What do we have? Yes, we got a Connecticut shade with a Maduro dipping. That's what we call it. Tipping? Yes. Okay. Jose is a little shy on the on the air because I talk to him all the time. I get a lot out of him, but I'm yeah, gonna he doesn't. Uh, I'm going to have to pull it out. <laughs> We've got a question. For whatever reason, we put a microphone yeah. on him. They want to know if this is made with a mold. Yes, not. it is. It's made with a mold, and um, after it's made with a mold, the roller had to spend a lot of time just finishing it, and uh, that's why it takes so much labor-intensive uh, dedication to finish the cigar. So that's why they only can roll X amount of cigars a day. Yeah. And, and the, the, is the blend the same on all four sizes that we have here? Yes. Yes. Now I'm using my Vertigo Injector Lighter. What do you think of this thing? It's beautiful. And allows you to see the, the, the light even if you're outside. It's an awesome lighter. They, they, uh, they bought the red one right out of my hand. But uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is Rhapsody. The word Rhapsody is, you know, why Rhapsody? We go after the Bohemian. Because group. you have a brand, Bohemian. Yes, and then the Bohemian, uh, the Rhapsody was sung by Queen. By Queen. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Something to you? Does it mean something to you, or just you, you know it and you put well, it together? It Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I mean, it means something to me. I started the brand in 1997. Okay. And it has been a very successful brand across the nation for a long time. When you made Bohemian, you made that for Bohemian Rhapsody also? No, I no, just made just Bohemian, Bohemian and I called every Bohemian place, like Greenwich Village, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Big Sur, those are Bohemian places. Okay. And uh, so we called every Bohemian a Bohemian place. And uh, we made the cigar Bohemian like, like with long tails, we twisted it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And made it shaggy looking. Yeah. So it became a very, very light cigar. That, at that time, there was not a lot of big ring gauges. Yeah, yeah, it was one and of the first. We came out with a 70, with a 60, with a 54. You had a 60 then? 70. You had a 70? Yes, I always wow. had a 70. And it's been the biggest seller of the Bohemian line. Oh my God, so way ahead of your time. What year? Yeah. 1997, we came Oh, my God. You graduated high school? <laughs> and there's a 70 rate, and now it caught on. Yeah. Does it still exist? Yes. Yeah? Oh, my God. So you're way ahead of your time. So now, let's, let, yeah. Something that I notice about your speech, Jose, is you have a little bit of that Dominican accent, but there's something else 
in your voice. There's some other accent. It almost sounds well, I was New York. Raised, I was raised in New York. Aha! Uh -huh. The truth comes out. I was raised in New York, and then I did high school in New York. Then I went back to the Dominican Republic. Because you have a little bit of a swagger to you when you walk, when you talk to people. Yeah, a little New York yeah. attitude. Yeah, you're, yes. like, you're great with eye contact. <laughs> People huh. don't don't seem to bother you when they're standing right up close to you. Do, no. You're like you stand your ground. So you were born in the Dominican Republic. I was born in the Dominican Republic in Gurabo. Okay. Okay. And uh, I was raised uh, around with my uncles and everybody. Yeah. My mother came to the United States when they gave. She got me my residency. I came to live with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to school here. When I graduated high school, my father wanted me to go back. You've been back be, ever since. And I went back ever since, and I became a veterinarian yeah. by trade. And I took care of my father's cows, yeah, yeah. pigs, chickens. I know how to raise all kinds of animals. And tobacco. And then I became involved with tobacco. What year? I became involved with tobacco in 1994. Okay. You I went into high school, just for the record, <laughs> since we're keeping track of things right. by my so, timeline. So you had almost 20 years in yes. the business. Yes. And... Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people listening and stuff, you know, he has some big name guys that are out there, but uh, I know uh, production numbers of what you do. How many cigars are you making a year? We're making about, we can say a range from 15 to 18 million cigars. 15 to 18 handmade. million. Handmade. Handmade, handmade cigars. So you know, uh, if you were to put uh, companies like Padron and uh, add on to the Padron numbers, and you put um, La Flor Dominicana, add on to those numbers, and you put uh, Davidoff, add on to those numbers. All of them don't add up to what you produce. You are producing huge, those are big numbers. 18 million cigars, so that you know, there's about 200 million cigars made from all the countries that go into the United States, and you're doing close to 10% yourself. Yes, wow. yes I am. This is a big, big player, folks. So he's making lots and lots of cigars. Some that you uh, have no idea what they are. They're brands made in, uh, for the catalog companies that are out there, uh, private labels that are made in people's cigar stores, and then uh, now getting into, finally, a brand of your own, Jose Dominguez. Yes. Um, and uh, th this Rhapsody is to show, this is Rhapsody by Jose Dominguez, uh, to show what you can do, because you can not only make inexpensive cigars for those people, but you can make quality top-line cigars that, as Mr. Jonathan uh, stated earlier, that are still great values. Yeah. Yes. For, for a guy making 18 million cigars, obviously uh, mass production. You can make cigars probably less expensive than somebody that's just buying a few bales of tobacco. You're well, buying a lot of tobacco. My specialty is that I utilize everything there is in the cigar in the tobacco industry. That, so yep, that, I get rid of, as I sell mass market tobacco, yep. I get rid of all the bad tobacco. I buy my own tobacco. I fermented it. I process it. I age it. You know, we call it añejamiento. Like you asked me for an añejo cigar. Yeah. Okay, añejo means aging in the rum business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I do is I get rid of all the bad tobacco, uh, sell it for the mass market uh, companies that by machine-made cigars. Machine-made cigars, and I use the best top-quality tobacco. So I get my money out of the bad tobacco back. But like a good chef, everything is used somewhere. Yes. Right. We even the dust. Even the dust. Yes. The dust of the tobacco, we sell it to make sheets for the oh, mass market. Oh, 
Everything is used. Wow. Yes. wow. The small pieces go to the small cigars. We screen everything, clean everything correctly by I hand. I saw to a degree you would never imagine. I, I screen to make the pencil. I screen every single little piece of tobacco to be the exact size. Clean. Clean, clean, clean. I do it by hand. You cannot do that with a shaker or right. anything like that. You know. it's, a, it's amazing. It is a, it's truly amazing. And not only in that factory is all the tobacco and all the aging going on, but box production. Yes. It, it is a factory, a furniture factory, that's making Vertically integrated. everything. Yes. Making ev every box. We, fi uh, we finance our growers, and we control the growing of the tobacco. We make sure that we buy the same tobacco from every grower every year to maintain the consistency yeah. of the flavor to be the same, same seed. And uh, do you roll cigars yourself, or can you roll I, them yourself? I, I have never rolled a cigar myself ever. Really? Really? But I, but I know how to teach people to do what I want them to do. I became a good teacher. I taught English in the Dominican Republic for ten years. You know, so I became a good teacher, doing whatever I wanted to do. I learned to teach people what I want yes. out of them. So that's probably the best skill I have. Now, how many people work for you? Right now, we've got about 1,200. 1,200 people. But usually goes up to 1,600, 1,700 during the crop season. We have, we have 18, and I have a problem with 18 people. <laughs> Can you imagine 1,200 people? <laughs> it must be a logistical nightmare. Wow. Well, you know, just loving work with people, just to give a job to somebody that needs it, yeah. to me, is a joy. It's like you say, I go to work... I don't go to work. I go to have fun. Yeah, yeah, good, you good. Know? Because if you do something that you don't like, it doesn't make any sense. No, it's crazy mm -hmm. to do it. You know, it's crazy to do it. And they all, they, it, it, it strikes me as in the Dominican Republic, people go to work. They love having the job. They want to work. Yeah, it's a different mentality oh, than yeah. what uh, we have to deal with in the United States, where people feel they're like proud to work. They shouldn't have to work. Yeah. Everything should be given to them. In the Dominican Republic, they're proud of their job. There's one thing I respect about rollers. Rollers get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. They usually start working at 6. They're done by 3, 3.30 in the afternoon. You know? But I respect a man that gets up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to work. Yes. Every single day without missing a day of work. I respect that out of men. That's my mainly basic respect out of person. You know? And that's what gets me to love what I do and to do good to the people that generate all this work to everybody, you know. I try to bring in as much business to the Dominican Republic, create factories for people and uh, in the mass market business. And they have uh, developed themselves uh, beautiful uh, job creations for all these people. So I think ah, I, yeah. I'm responsible for about... Probably 5,000 handwork. If not more. Republic. If not, not more. more. Without, not including the people that grow tobacco. Right, right. Well, I read jobs. Yeah, yeah. You know, 5,000 people. You and I were talking about rolling, and you, you said, uh, you know, at some point you're going to set me up with a guy that can show me about, about hand rolling without a mold. Is yes. there a benefit to hand rolling without that, a mold? That might be happening in about two hours, by the way. It's possible, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so is there a benefit to being able to roll without a mold, or does the mold help, or is the mold just an aid to be able to produce them faster? No, the mold is just to give a form to the cigar. Okay. You can roll without a mold, but the 
finishing of it is not going to be as aesthetic and clean and beautiful. The malt hides the veins, form the cigar, give the press to maintain the consistency on the burn. Yeah. So you do all those things with the malt, but you can also do it by hand, completely by hand. Sometimes when I started the business, um, there were not many people making molds, so they were hard to make, and I wanted to make a pyramid. What we did was we wrapped the, the pyramid in newspaper and tied it up, and that was the mold. You can make a cigar in a piece of paper, wrap it up tight, give it 40, 50 minutes, tie it up again, loosen it up, tie it up again, and you get a form cigar as well as a mold. Wow. Yeah, just squeezing it tight, make it form, yes. hold to the... So when you take the paper off or when you take a cigar out of a mold and you sit it down, it stays formed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yes. you didn't put it in a mold or hold it tight, you'd let go and then it would open up, mm -hmm. right? So the idea of a mold is to make it so it holds. Yes. Now the guy can put the wrapper on and it's going to not... That's what packs want, the, want, yeah. compacts the cigar. But we used to use newspapers to tie it up to make the cigars hmm. back then. And ones that got formed, that's how we did the pyramid. A pyramid is not like torpedoes. Pyramid is it's tapered cigar all the way from the top to the bottom. Yeah, from one ring gauge, it's always decreasing down to the point. You know? Yeah. So I know people confuse a torpedo and a pyramid. Yes. A pyramid, you have to understand, is pointy at one top right from the go. Yes. It starts and go, uh, goes, goes down the way to the like end. a triangle. That, yeah. is, that is correct. And a uh, torpedo would... It just tips at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a straight cigar that tips at the end. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, all, all being figurados. Yes. Um, now, the, is there a name for these um, shaped cigars that you have, that we have, that we're smoking of the Rhapsody? Yes, they got their own name. Um, <laughs> I just give me give me a hint. You forgot? <laughs> I probably forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It 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 pointed on both ends. Yes, it's pointed on both ends. Um, and I would just call it a figurado. You know, this is this is a Salomon shaped type okay. cigar. From small yeah. tiny one, the bigger one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's a big Salomon. This is a, like this one right here is a a fifty eight by uh, the biggest in the biggest size by eight and some inches, you know? Yeah. And the same thing with the middle one. And then we have a huge pyramid, which is a 78 ring gauge pyramid. And, uh, yes, they, you know, they all, they all are called by the songs of Queen. All the sizes? Yeah, they have the different names. Ah, I guess. Did you know that? I did not know that. So... Oh, uh, you know, nice. Queen size A, I think is this one. You know, yeah. from the size A, Cuban size A, big cigar. So just for people that are listening, a Solomon appears to be something that starts off maybe a little bit smaller ring gauge, bulbs it, out a bit, it, and then comes, comes down out. like a pyramid, yes. and then goes to a point, yes, like a point. torpedo. And it does the same thing that that. That's what a Solomon so is. So thicker in the middle. Thicker in the yes, middle. Yes, yes. So, all right. Following out. Jose, they want to know real quick in the chat box if you're Italian. Um... I'm a mix. Because you sound like the Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a mix of everything. I'll tell you, he knows his stuff. There's no doubt about it. 18 million cigars. I mean, he's, he's the man. And no, you don't want to mess with him, Rudy. There we go. Don't, don't mess with him. All right, we're up against a break. Thank you. You're going to be here. Uh, we're going to bounce around from store to store yeah. anyway today. So if you, if you go to two guys, maybe you'll catch Jose somewhere. When we come back... Um, uh, Old Father Freddy uh, is going to be back with us on today in American Classic History. Plenty of reasons to celebrate as we're celebrating for Mother's Day. News from the Asylum.
strange but true news, uh, including gentleman Chuck Morris and all. We're going to go through a, a, a couple more of um, Jose Dominguez cigars, um, something a little different. He makes uh, a little bit of every kind of different thing. So we tried the pencil. We're trying the Rhapsody. Now we're going to go into regular straight cigars of a natural and a dark wrapper, a very, very special, expensive tobacco that's on a cigar that's not all that much money. So stick around, everybody. we got more news and cigars from Jose Dominguez. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And uh, if you're smoking a Jose Dominguez, keep the lid end out of your mouth. This is Sean Poser from J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. Two guys rock with a million choices in Stogie Heaven. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two guys rock. Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines... 
consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Locally owned and operated, you're listening to WSMN 1590, Nashua's News and Talk. This is Viral from TravelingStogie.com, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This, this is The Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to big group, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. More cowbells, more cowbells. We're back at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Jose Dominguez is with us, and we're smoking uh, all different cigars uh, that he's made. We smoked a Rhapsody, smoked a little pencil. We're going to smoke regular-sized cigars now. Uh, but he can do anything, so uh, it's very exciting anyway. Looking for a good reason to light up a good cigar and celebrate. We're going to have uh, this day in American history coming uh, to you in a few minutes. Uh, and I understand Old Fat Freddy is better than ever this week. We'll see uh, what he has, and uh, that remains to be seen anyway. But welcome, everybody, back to our second hour of The Cigar Authority. Mr. Jonathan. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. We are the only show in New England... U.S. and yes, the world that is broadcast on location this week in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire at Two Guys Smoke Shop where you can come and visit Jose Dominguez, the man himself, sitting to my left. 
You can catch our podcast on demand at any time right at thecigarauthority.com or on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. They rebroadcast our show right at the Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. And any and all products produced by the uh, Cigar Authority are on our website at thecigarauthority.com. That's really the place you want to go for news, reviews, blogs. Do we put a blog in? No, we don't. That's, uh, we got to get on that's that. That's a farce. Can we hire somebody to do it for us? Does anybody want a, a job? Ghostwriters. Yeah? Oh, yeah. It but they have, they have to know what they're talking about. You've got to know what you're talking about, and you've got to be willing to work for almost nothing. Yeah. Cigars. That's are you willing true. to work for cigars? And are you a good writer? And Can you help us out here? Uh, let us know. Uh, write to us and let us know. Quick update from the chat box. Yeah? They are on fire. Cannot wait for Old Fart Freddy. That is becoming an instant classic on this show. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm putting the Rhapsody down. I hate to do it. but I'm nervous we, now. We have to get through four different cigars. So uh, the next cigar I'm going to light up. Uh, oh, uh, is uh, let, let's do equilibrium. Yes. All right, equilibrium. Mr. Jonathan, did you get a flavor off this, by the way? You got to get Chuck an equilibrium robusto. I, uh, you know what? I was I was listening to Jose. I wasn't really paying attention <laughs> to the cigar. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it in one second. If you can't do it right, don't do it at all. Yes, that's what I say. Anyway, this is uh, equilibrium, which is a little curly top head. They're getting you one. Little uh, curly top pigtail. If that's what you want to call it, a pigtail, right? Twist around. And the foot is unfinished. Yeah. Instead of being straight cut in the bottom, you got tobacco. So the first, actually, uh, draw that you take on the cigar is going to be all wrapper, the flavor. So it's going to end up changing when it comes to that. But Arapiaca. Arapiaca, say it right? Yes, Arapiaca, Brazilian. It sounds better when you say it. It's more sexy when you say it. Go ahead, say it again. Arapiaca. And uh, that is a Brazilian... Brazilian wrapper. I love what it tastes yeah, like. I know, I know it's, it's expensive as hell. It's growing in the section of Bahia, Brazil, in a city called Arapidaca. Yeah. And uh, this tobacco was first utilized for machine made European cigars. Really? Okay. Yes. And then um, I started using it back in 1996. I think I was one of, one of the first people that used this wrapper in the industry. Then um, I think CAO came out with Brasilia, which was the same wrapper. Today it's being used by the big guys, the big machine guys. You hear that flame? It sounds like a jet going by over here, but it's not a jet. It's the vertical injector lighter it, because it's four flames. It's blasting. Yeah, it's huge. So the guy who hates when he hears the sound effects on the uh, thing, that's <laughs> no sound effect. He's going to love this show. That is. <laughs> That is di- four flames directly into Chuck's microphone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not all that close to it, though. No, no. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. So this wrapper is now very, very, very scarce to get because it's getting used by the mass market people. You know, they're changing the, the paper wrapping into naturals right now a lot. This, the market is changing a lot to that in the, yeah, yeah. In the bus market. Yeah, people are getting away from machine-made paper binders. Uh, wrappers, uh, paper wrappers. wrappers. Yeah, paper wrappers. Uh, I think it's more uh, um, that the government is trying to stop that. Yes. You know, so un- unnatural cigars because the paper stuff is used for drug paraphernalia. It's right, not, it's not used for people smoking cigars out of it. So they call them cigars, but they're, they're not. drug paraphernalia. Right away. Now, there's a difference between cutting a pine board with a handsaw and cutting it with a high-speed circular saw. 
When you use a circular saw, you tend to uh, burn the wood yeah. a little bit. It gives you that, that charring. Yeah. This is fresh-cut pine sawdust from a handsaw. Mm. It's too slow to heat up, and it keeps the essence and the sweetness, the, the aromaticness, if you will, of the sawdust from the pine. Very aromatic, very sweet, very good. He's a nut. <laughs> right? He's a nut. He's come up with things I never would have heard. <laughs> you could say it. You could say loco. It won't hurt my face. I've got one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I, I like the taste of it, whatever it is. But the only thing I'll say right about it is a little chocolatey. little, um, if you have... Uh, Barbecue, uh, southern barbecue that's been cooked for a long time, and the chars, the meat on the outside of it. The, the hickory the taste. Hickory, sweet barbecue. You know, burnt, a little burnt. I have never been able to describe the taste of cigars by, by woody, earthy. I, I don't understand that. Yeah. I always say a cigar is good, tastes good, has flavor, mild. Kicks me. You understand? Yep. But as I tell you, you've been around. You yes. have old, uh, you know, south, southern barbecue, not from around yes. here or something. That no. long time it cooks ribs for a long time or yes, something. Yes. It burned on the outside a bit, and <laughs> with, with the barbecue sauce yes. that was on it, the sweetness that burned a that, little bit. That, that's the and now you got it. it. Yes. You know I hit the nail on the head right there. Go I ahead. I am uh, sticking with uh, hand tools <laughs> and pine. <laughs> So uh, this week I sat down with Old Fart Freddy, and he and I were having a conversation about computers, and he was misunderstanding absolutely everything that I was trying to say. He's looking into buying a computer for the first time in his life. He's nervous about it, and he kept getting the terminology confused, which was the onus of this week's Old Fart Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy to talk to you about personal computing. Nowadays, people are looking for the fastest modems. In my day, we would modem fields as fast as we could, as all men should. Nowadays, kids are talking about logging onto this and logging off of that. In my day, logging off meant someone yelled, Timber! And logging on meant stoking the fire, like a man. Nowadays, laptops have megahertz and hard drives. In my day, when your wife caught her sister hard driving your laptop, she gave you a megahertz with a little buckshot. There we go. Because you were her man. <laughs> we were field mowing, tree logging, laptop driving men. Sometimes... Aging makes a great cigar even better, just like Aging Room Cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco, try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged, some are not. Does anyone have a pair of tweezers? This buckshot's killing me. <laughs> and if you know old Fat Freddy, and we'll see him in a little while when we shoot over the Nashua, that's him. That's totally him. That's him. He's not acting. That is uh, old Fat Freddy there in aging room cigars. We had to uh, we had to cut out the part where we were talking about RAM in his hard drive. It was 
Yeah. It was bad. It was not good for radio. It wasn't. It was. It would have been great radio, but we would have been kicked off. Yeah, okay. no horse references. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Loves those horses, that Freddie. So I would have liked to bring the DeLorean in today because uh, to show it off, to sell some more tickets. When people see it, they want to buy it. Uh, it's not for sale. We're giving the DeLorean away at Two Guys Smoke Shop's 28th anniversary. Uh, to get tickets, they're $200 a piece. You get them in any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. Uh, with that is a cigar dinner that you'll go to on September 25th. It's a Wednesday night. It's going to take place at the Burroughs Function Hall. Uh, they have weddings, and it's a beautiful, beautiful place. But we'll have 500 people in there. Uh, as you go in, you'll get your money back immediately with a bag of 15 cigars. Along with that, you're going to have a five-course dinner. You're going to have uh, music entertainment, comedy entertainment, and um, we will begin the game, which lasts all night long, which is elimination. And all the cigar manufacturers will be there. They're the ones that do the elimination. You were there last year, Jose? Yes, I was. And uh, as the night goes on, each company is trying to eliminate the other company. At the end, um, there's a last group, and at that point, it goes into, um, what do you want to say, let's make a deal-type mode. Uh, as a game show would be, and lots of money is offered to you. You can leave with money, or you can leave with the grand prize if you stay on, and at the end, somebody gets the big prize this year. The big prize is a 1982 DeLorean 5-speed, 10,000 original miles on it. It is the uh, Back to the Future automobile. There's going to be lots of prizes and surprises to go along with that, and we're going to have a good time, and uh, once you go, you don't want to miss it. You want to be part of it, so Grab yourself uh, a friend or two. Stop in a two-guy smoke shop. Or give us a call if you want to buy a ticket. And uh, there are some tickets left, I'm surprised to say. So uh, why not reach out to you guys right now if you're interested in going. Let me tell you, it's worth every dime of it. Uh, I'm just not saying it because we're putting it on. It's a thank you we do for, uh, instead of people buying us an anniversary prize, we, we consider ourselves buying you an anniversary prize uh, by coming to this event. Um, it is sanctioned by the manufacturers that are going there. They help uh, sponsor the event along with uh, with ourselves. We have a great time. Uh, you can give us a call at uh, we're at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem now. I'll give you the phone number. You can give us a call if you want to get a ticket over the phone uh, and make a plan to come up to New Hampshire on Wednesday, September 25th, and uh, have a great night. It, it, uh, the party begins at six o'clock. Uh, usually ends by 11 o'clock, so uh, it's going to be five hours non-stop, not a lot of downtime, something's going on all the time uh, during that night. Give us a call, 603-898-2221. I'll say that again, give us a call if you want to get a ticket, they're $200 each, 603-898-2221, and we had... Uh, 70, 78 tickets. 78 tickets. 78 tickets left. So uh, if you want to do it, tables of 10 can be reserved. Other than that, grab a seat when you can. That's a, that's a big part of it, too. It's a lot of fun. Jose, will you be there? Yes, I will. Nice. I loved it last year, and I enjoyed every bit of it. There we go. So awesome. this year will be only be better. And we already have to start thinking about next year now. Yes. Because it takes more than a year to put it together. So we have to start about well, next year right what you, now. What do you think you're going to do next year? I don't know. I don't know. We have the rest of the day to talk about it. If you come up with some ideas, I have a couple in my mind. I'll, uh, I'll throw them at you off the air because uh, I don't want to disappoint anybody if we end up uh, not going to, uh, to that. So uh, are we ready? Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. You've heard of epic rap battles, and now it's time for the epic battle for this day 
in American classic history. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Versus Chuck. Game over, man. Game over. Making mountains move. Morrison. Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you by Alec Bradley. American Classic Cigars. Try an American Classic today. This day, May 11th. 2013, American Classic History is brought to you by American Classic Cigars by Alec Bradley. Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by popular, popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium-bodied blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobacco. Celebrate today, May 11th, with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. So here it is, Mr. Jonathan versus Chuck Morrison. May 11th, this is, uh, guess what year it is without going over. And let the cheating begin. Let's go. So, uh, Chuck kicked butt last week. Nope. I think I won last week. He See did. what I mean? He did. The cheating. <laughs> yeah, the two of you were in cahoots. No, he just assumed that the champion would uh, The would champion. Win. I beat you as many times as you beat me. False. All right, you get to go first. <laughs> so, uh, loser. Today is May 11th. Happy birthday to all the people uh, celebrating, all the Tauruses out there. Uh, today uh, is your birthday. True. It is also uh, the birthday of some uh, other famous or infamous people. So, Mr. Jonathan, first, remember Martha Quinn, American television and radio host from MTV, and Martha who, Quinn? Who doesn't remember that? You remember her? Of course. What year was she born? She was born in 19... 19- 72. 1972 without going over? 70. 1970 without going over. You both are losers. <laughs> that MTV started in the early 80s. What was she, eight years old when she started? That's a fair point. That's a good point. That is a fair point. 1959 oh. would be the answer. 1959. Martha Where were you on that one, Marcus? <laughs> Blame it on the intern. Nice. Yeah, he probably wasn't around when MTV even started, right? What year were you born? 96. Oh, my God. This shirt was made in 96. 96. I feel so old when even doing this segment. Um, Okay, this goes to Chuck Morrison goes first. I'm ready. Louis Farrakhan, American Nation of Islam leader. Today is his birthday. Louis Farrakhan. Do you know who he is? Nope. You don't even know who he is? No idea. I know who he is. All right, so uh, you have no idea who he is? So but I'll take for... a guess on his age. What All year right. was he born? Yep, what year was he born? He was born in 51. In 51. I'm going 46. 46, you both are wrong Come again. on! You both went over 1933. He was big Son in the 60s. A... He was big in the 60s, so... I just knew who he was. I didn't really, like, know about him. Wow, you guys are too young to... i got to get Old Fat Freddy and somebody else <laughs> What you else need to do is me. start asking questions that are normal... From, like, a regular person's age. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're going we're gonna to move into, uh, right now the score is 0 to 0. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing too well. Yeah. Uh, it happened this day, May 11th. It happened this day on May 11th, and uh, it goes to Chuck Morrison. It goes to me. He just went. Oh, he just went. Yeah, goes to see you. the cheating? You mentioned Monty Python earlier. Yes. Yep. So the Monty Python comedy troupe formed this day, oh. May 11th, in what year? That was 19... 64. 1964. Try again, baby. 66. 
66. Chuck Morrison would be correct. It's 1969. Oh, ah, well played, Chuck Morrison. Morrison. Chuck gets it. Okay, that's how it goes. So now I move on to Chuck Morrison. Yes, no, you do. he goes first. Yeah. Okay, so the Academy Award of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Scientists is founded this day, May 11th. What 1950. Year? 1950. The Academy Awards was founded in the Academy, 30s. Academy of Motion Pictures, of motion Arts, pictures and Arts, and Sciences. Oh, in that case, I'm going 1920s. So 26. 26? And what did you say? 50. 1927! Wow. Mr. Jonathan, you almost hit it right on the button. Chuck Morrison, your mother is a girl. <laughs> By the way, if you got it exactly, we made that change, right? If you get exactly, you get two points. I like correct. that. He was one off. I one to one. Is, uh, one to one. One to one, and I believe it is Chuck Morrison's. No, it's my turn to go first. Again. You get to go twice in go a row. Isn't it my turn? Go no. for it. I'll let you play. You can cheat. I'm not cheating. No, you go first. Then. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> I don't cheat. Puff the Magic Dragon. Live by the sea. You know the song. Puff the Magic yeah. Dragon. Oh, Peter, oh, yeah. Paul, and Mary. That's exactly what it sounds like. It's number two on the charts. That's as high as it got. Number two. Yep. This day in American history. What year? 69. Uh, I'm going with 62. 62. Come on, it was in the 70s. 63! Oh, close oh. to you, Mr. Jonathan. Oh. <laughs> that was uh, Michael Jackson, by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, happy shares my initials. That's right. This happened this day, May 11th. My turn to go for, first. First night game at Boston Braves Field. First night game of baseball. Boston Braves Field. Giants 5. Braves 1. What year? Uh, I'm going with 61. 61. 1920. 1920 would be correct. You are such a jerk. 1946. Oh. <laughs> it's way off, but Chuck gets it anyway without going I over. I like that. Two to two. You could have went with the year one. Right. And you would have won. Right. Okay, so we have a tie. It's Chuck Morris' turn to go first. And we have two questions left. I like it. Here we go. So this would be... Uh, no, we have two questions left. Died this day. Mm. Died this day, May 11th. This day in American history. He died this day, John D. Rockefeller. Ah. American philanthropist. You're up, Th Chuck Morris. Does it help if I tell you what day he was born? No. What no, because that will give away. You can tell us. It's going to be a major hint, though. No, I'm not going to do it then. John D. Rockefeller, Jr. Yeah. All right. 1996. Died, died in 1996, he says. All right, I'm going with he died in 1900. He goes with 1900, he would be correct. Sure. Because he knew you went over. <laughs> See how this game is. What year was it? 1960. Wow. Died in 1960. <laughs> I wasn't messing around with going over. Rockefeller. Takes the lead. My, when I used to ask my dad for money, he used to say to me, well, who do I look like, Rockefeller? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he used to say. You remember that? You're my, old enough my, to remember my, that? My father used to say that. <laughs> well, how you guys are both old. That would make us yeah. old. <laughs> okay, so uh, Chuck uh, goes first. Nope, Mr. Jonathan goes first. Mr. Jonathan, you've got to stomp him out because if he gets it, we got to tie. If yep. he doesn't get it, you win again. Yep. You go first. Yep. No pressure, Bob Marley died this day, May 11th. Jamaican singer, songwriter, and musician Bob Marley and the Whalers. He died this day. He died when he was in his 40s. And he died in way too early. He died in 19, I believe, 68, and he was killed by his own father. Is that your final answer? 
What yeah, year? I, got, I may have got my uh, artist confused there. Yeah, it killed by his father. That would was... be Marvin Gaye. That would be Marvin. <laughs> I get the two of them confused all the time. Yeah, because they were just alike. They were very alike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you that's my final answer. What was the year? I forget. 68. Did I say 68? I'm going with 68. 68. 1978. 1978 would be correct because it's 1981, Chuck Morrison. We have no winner. We have no winner. We have no winner. Which means that I stay the champion. Is that what it means? We have a tie. We have and a tie. I, I was no overtime? the champion. There's no overtime? No shootout? No overtime. You went through all those questions. There isn't. This day, May 11th, in American Classic history, brought to you by Alec Bradley, American Classic Cigars. American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by popular cigars in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium-bodied blends of specialty-aged Nicaraguan long-filler tobacco. Celebrate today, May 11th, with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. And that's that. And that's that with that. So we're smoking uh, equilibrium right now. It's an equilibrium 50-50 because this is a perfectly balanced cigar. It started off as just a Churchill cigar, and it took about a year before you were able to manage the balance of this cigar into a... This is a Robusto. Robusto size. Robusto size. Beautiful Arapiaca. 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 You know, the Americans can't roll their tongues like that. Arapiaca. Arapidaca. Pidaca. So you have to say it with a lisp. Arapidaca. Arapiaca. Anyway. A-R-A-P-I-D-A-C-A. Obviously. Obviously. That's exactly what I have anyway. I like the taste of it. You make lots and lots of different cigars. Uh, we're going to get into that. But uh, of, of the cigars, you make 18 million. Let me ask you this. Of the flavor profile, without saying a name of a brand or anything like that, the best-selling stuff is on what kind of strength profile? Like you always said, the mild cigar is the one beating the... Sells the most. Yes. How about size-wise? People today's days look a lot for their value, so they usually turn to go to Churchill. When I started the business, Lonsdale was the biggest seller. Right, which is dead now, right? A Lonsdale? It is dead, yes. Which is a thinner, say, a Lonsdale 6x44 yes, type sir. of cigar? Yes, that used to be the number one selling cigar for like for five years for me. No kidding. Yes. And, and now more of a Churchill. Yes, still Churchill, but Corona size is a big, huge seller. With Corona? Corona size on the on the inexpensive, the cheaper stuff, right? Yes, it's the biggest seller. Yeah, yeah. But when you get into them, uh, um, the premium size, yeah. Churchill is the number one. Number one, Churchill. And you've been doing the big thick cigars. Uh, we see it in the store that the thick cigars what, what are I, very popular. I've been looking at people start ordering more and more thicker ring gauge. Yeah, I don't know why they look for it. But well, I, what I see that happens in the cases here that maybe the the six by sixty will be next to the six by fifty, and they'll look at the price and say fifty cents difference. So all, all the differences between one cigar and the other, and they put they hold the the, the um, Toro in the hand, the six by fifty, and they look at the six by sixty next to it, and they put it down, and they end up going for the six by sixty only because they say, look how much more I get for fifty cents. Yeah, but at the end of the day, that. Flavor changes. Yeah, it, both cigars tend to end up in the same position. Yeah. Smoking wise. Yeah. Well, we'll end up it's see just, how. It's just a lot of. You get a lot of smoke out of a 60 ring gauge. You think we'll ever go back to um, to a, a six by 44 or something? We'll get popular. I think, I think as the laws of 
not smoking everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Allowing the small mm. cigars to come back. Yeah, They're yeah, coming yeah. back. I'm producing a lot of small cigars, and they're selling like crazy again. Small cigars. Yes. Uh, well, you make a tin for us, a Dos Ombre and a tin, 10 cigars. Uh, um, my God, it sells like crazy. Uh, as a matter of yeah. fact, we need more right away, yes, but by the, the way. The thing is that people are looking... The, That's handmade quick, stuff, too. Handmade. Every, everything is handmade. Yep. Binder, natural binder, natural yeah. wrapper. Everything handmade in molds. Yeah, yeah. Completely. You know. Even the little teeny ones. Yes. In a mold. Yes. Wow. wow. Look at the ash on his cigar, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Half the cigar, smoked down, it's still holding its ash. Yeah, well you constructed. You've you got to be proud of that. You smoke a lot faster than us. Yes, I do. Yeah? Yeah, I make the cigar either behave right or... Turn around and become. <laughs> Two questions in the chat box. Sure. I want to know the retail price and the Rhapsody and the uh, Equilibrium. Rhapsody is $10 a cigar. Unbelievable, well worth it. It's a, it, it, amazing that it is. And the Equilibrium is about $5. Yeah. Wow. $5, which is, is tremendous. Tremendous. Four ninety nine, I believe, for the Robusto and five ninety nine for the Churchill. Uh, I think they come in a box of 20, and the Rhapsody is singles, or they come in a box of 20 with a glass-top box with, with 20 coffins, 10, 10, 10 coffins inside, yep. the, uh, inside the box. Uh, unbelievable uh, gift for somebody. Even a single cigar, a whole box, even better. Uh, get Ma one for Mother's Day tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Get her a Rhapsody. Speaking of the Rhapsody, somebody wrote it down for me, the name of the sizes. Um, the... Um, Mercury Perfecto, yes. and that would be Freddie Mercury, who uh, yes. was the lead singer of, uh, of Queen. One of the sizes is called a Queen. Another one is um, Galileo Solomon size A. Yes. Galileo, Galileo, right? This is all Queen. Mama Galileo Figaro. Yeah. And um, Fantasy Pyramid. Fantasy yes. Pyramid. I don't know where that comes in. It's out of the, out of the group. Yeah, yeah. So yes. I don't know that one, but... Uh, they're beautiful. Each one of them uh, is the same blend. We went over that. But um, different sizes, different shapes. Fancy yes. looking. If you were to look at a cigar like this, and I know um, Opus X puts them out for charity events and things like that, they're hundreds of dollars for one cigar. Mm. Yes, sir. Not made any different. I mean, it's still mm. painstakingly uh, two rollers making 90, 90, 90 cigars. So 45 cigars in a day per roller. That's Averaging. They're working as a team, so they get 90 out. Do they sell by the box, or is it just single by, by the, the box? By the box, too. And, it, and it's a savings, and you buy the whole box, whatever. Uh, I don't know if we even have them on the website. Do we even show them? General manager? Yeah, we show everything on the website. Yeah, that's not true, but okay. <laughs> two guys smoke shop. Two guys cigars. com. Correct. Two guys cigars. com. If it's there, I don't know. Look on the door. Um, Jose Dominguez Rhapsody. If it's there, uh, I don't even know. But it, it's not something that uh, we have all the time. Very special cigar. You want to try something very special? Um, we'll do that. Let's let's go to break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to go on to cigar number four. We're going to go on to a Connecticut shade again. Priced unbelievably well. Uh, cigar number four, gentlemen, Chuck Morris tells us how to be more debonair. News from the Insane Asylum. Uh, we are live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Kirk Kendall from Twin Smoke Shop, and you're listening to Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? 
Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar cigar smokers, and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. Losers Anonymous Hotline, how can I help you? Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid. But I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, He was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is. 
David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm, mm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium body taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced equilibrium cigars? Mm. You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. This is Victor Vitale from the Cigar Agency Global. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We are smoking four cigars in two hours. Folks, don't try this at home. We are professionals. And uh, I hate to put it down, but I am. I'll take one more hit from this. This is uh, the Equilibrium 50-50. It is a perfect balanced cigar with uh, Arapiaca. Arapiaca. Arapiaca, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. It's some Brazilian wrapper that tastes really good. It's like uh, Memphis barbecue, overcooked yeah. Memphis barbecue. It's good. Or mm. Hanson pine. You know I got that. You know I landed it perfect. I got it perfect. But uh, it's a great cigar uh, at a great price. Once I push the button, that is the flavor of the week. <laughs> That's oh, it. Wow. It doesn't change after that. Okay. So this next one is La Mesla Cubana. This is. Uh, Thorogood, Thorogood Marshall came out with this, with this uh, American Needs is a good five cent cigar. That was a long time ago, but what this country needs is a good five dollar cigar, and this is it right here, La Mesla Cubana. Um, it is a shade wrap cigar, and um, it comes in four different sizes, and every single size is the same price, around five bucks. So uh, how do you beat this? Uh, it, despite it has a Connecticut shade on it to it, and most people look at something like this and say it's too mild for me, it is not too mild. It's not that it's full-bodied, but it is packed with flavor, which is a lot of your tobaccos. I don't know if it's because it's aging that happens mm. or what it is, but there's uh, a lot of flavor to it. I tend to say that this is a very, very creamy, rich Connecticut cigar. That's what I call this. 
the old traditional Connecticut the way they used to be made back in the 80s. You know? Yeah. The, the Connecticut cigar back then, they were creamy. And uh, people tend to mild them down. This is rich, creamy taste with not overwhelmingly that hit that you get. But you get all the rich flavor out of it. Hit the harp. <coughs> yeah, hit the... There is the flavor. That was it. Creamy. Creamy? Yeah. Traditional Connecticut cigar. I'm using the vertical injector again. Believe it or not, one of them ran out of gas. Well, in fairness, it's one that we've been using all week as the demo model, and no one filled it up before they put it on the counter. The red one that you gave away was filled up before the show. Right. And then some jerk bought it. you, you oh, call wait, the guy. Sorry, he's packing a gun. He's packing a Probably gun. Probably more he, than and one. And he's yeah. a customer, and he bought it. <laughs> it's not like he stole it. He bought it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we smoke four different cigars, each one dramatically different than the other. You're not just putting bands on the same cigar you're making. Every one is dramatically different of what the four we had. But I've gone through. I remember the first time you sent me samples, and uh, we met at from... Um, uh, one of the uh, big mail order companies, uh, I was on a fishing trip with them, uh, and that's where I met you. Yes. And you said, I want to do business with you. I'm going to send you some samples. And people send samples all the time, and I get a little bag of samples, and I get one or two of each five different cigars, and there's a little thing of ten. Uh, there's been over the years somebody very excited about their brand, and they send me a box of cigars. Oh, my God, I get a whole box of these, and we get to smoke them on the show, and we get to give them to uh, some customers, and we give it to the staff, and everybody gets to try it and get, get excited about it because they're that proud of it. You sent me cases and cases and cases. We had the whole back room filled with all the different things. You wanted to show me his all the different things that you did, we couldn't believe it. We, we, we were smoking these things for months of the different cigars, and w which one do we want to do? I mean, the problem was we were overloaded with uh, different things, and we, we jumped on a, a handful of uh, different ones, and they've been spectacular. It's been a few years now we're doing business, yes. right? Yeah. So uh, I know uh, we've talked. You, you came in uh, yesterday, uh, day before yesterday, and uh, we talked on the plane, actually, coming back from Florida together. And um, you uh, told me of some special tobacco you have and that you want to do a project with us down the road. It's probably a year away by the time we uh, end up uh, having it done. But you have a, uh, many bales of tobacco that you've put aside for a special project. Yes. So what do we have? Well, I have a batch of tobacco that I found by mistake. And uh, I never thought what it was until I opened it and I smoked it. And um, it's 17 year old, crap of 1996, 17 year old Piloto, the original Piloto Cubano from the Dominican Republic. The first year, the virgin year of Piloto Cubano, 17 years ago, 1996. So the year yes. that Marcus was born, that tobacco was born. Yeah, that yes. was harvested. And how do you. Misplaced. How much are you talking about? Um, I found about 200 bales. You, how, now, a bale of tobacco is as big as the table that, that Chuck is on, right? I had it with a whole bunch of uh, tobacco that came, it came by mistake to me hmm. a long time ago. And I thought it was short fillet tobacco to sell. You know, I usually open the bales to screen it out and yeah. sell it to the mass market to make sure they have no strange object. In yeah, them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure 
when I found this, I said, what is this? And we started tasting it, and it was... How do you know that it's 1996? It says right on the bill. Oh, it says it what it is. Fact. I thought it was scrap. You thought it was crappy tobacco? No, no I thought it was a scrap. Oh, scrap. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 the, it's the fittings from the debating rooms. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the tobacco that goes to the mass market. So I would open it, and somebody called me, you need to look, take a look at this. And we went, and we started checking the code of that tobacco. It's all long filler. It's hard as a rock. We need to recondition it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So work has to be done to bring it. Yes. This, this happened many, many years ago when uh, Partagas bought old tobacco for Partagas 150. Mm-hmm. And they had it there, and uh, we don't know what we're going to do with, with it. And um, it ended up being Partagas 150, the biggest cigar brand. Uh, it was crazy. I mean, today, anybody sitting on them, you're talking $100 per cigar. Or more. Yeah. Yeah. Or more, I tried to get a box for a friend of ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're gone. They don't have it. They don't have any. No. They have the new ones, but they don't have the one that were 20 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those with the tobacco that was also 80 years old. Right. Inside of it. Yeah. So it makes a cigar to be oh. an ancient. <coughs> I have some. I know I'm, that you do. Yeah. <laughs> They're not for sale, though. Yes, yeah, sorry. Just for smoking, and you want to smoke one after we smoke one, and we smoke it for special occasions, which could be, we have a nice but, day today. But this, this tobacco that I selected, I selected for a friend. I put it away for two guys smoke shop. Yeah. We're going to come out with a beautiful project with it. We don't know what we're going to do yet. No, we don't know what we're going to do. And I want It's going to be all yours. Yeah. I want to ask uh, help from our listeners if you have any uh, great ideas, names, uh, we have to figure out how to blend it, what to do yes. with it. So this is going to be a, a, a year-long project anyway. Absolutely. So hopefully a year from now we're talking and say this is what we've come up with. And uh, the next uh, couple of days we're, we're going to talk about it and uh, think what we've got to come. But uh, all the help we can get from anybody we can, uh, please do. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to tasting it. You know, send me. A, I'm going to yes. see you in a few weeks. Yes, I'm going to bring with me some yeah. samples made with it. Okay. Oh, I just got a text from uh, Adam in Seabrook, and he says, "How about albino Smurf?" Yeah, that isn't going to happen. That's not even close. Sorry, uh, Adam. We yep. from uh, Seabrook. Albino Smurf is out. That is not going to happen. So anyway, uh, let's move on. While we're enjoying life to the fullest, it is important to be a gentleman. And how to be a gentleman uh, is brought to you by Chuck Morrison and Debonair Cigars. Are you ready, Mr. Jonathan? You need a gentleman? Yeah. Yeah, baby. Gentleman. One of the highest anticipated segments of the show. You need a gentleman? You need to know how to be a gentleman. You want to talk to Chuck? You need, you need to know how to be a gentleman. This is really, this is a public service announcement for Mr. Jonathan, but not, not by Mr. Jonathan. No. You need a gentleman? Oh, man, I'll tell you, I'm losing out to... Uh, Old Fart Freddy, though. Hi, demand. Hi, demand. Oh, so as they say, this is the Gentleman's Way brought to you by our friends at Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provides clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking in Debonair cannot be subtracted from one's life. So today, guys, I want to talk to you about the art, and it is an art, and maybe the science, of following up like a gentleman. After a new meeting, a greeting, a contact, or a formal relationship or friendship, you want to strengthen that encounter by proper gentlemanly follow-up. Number one is the card, the lost art of a handwritten card. Hey Dave, just wanted to drop a quick note in handwriting by the way, don't type it out, write this out with your actual signature. 
Just want to say what a pleasure it was meeting you at the second annual Father and Cigar Cigar Dinner, Father and Son Cigar Dinner. If there's anything ever I could do for you, I'm only a phone call away. Nothing but the best. Well, I have a question for Marcus. Do you know how to write? Not print, <laughs> but do you know how to actually... He's talking cursive. Cursive, right. You do. You know, it, they don't even teach it anymore. What? They don't even teach it in school anymore. Get out of here. Cursive. I had the tension in school because I could not get certain So you're saying right. write somebody a card, don't... It's a lost yeah, art. Yeah, it doesn't have to be cursive. I mean, I write in print style, but yeah. if you write in cursive, write in cursive. But yeah, handwrite a card. But I wonder if the the receiver wouldn't even be able to read it. But now on, <laughs> yeah. we can we can write to each other, and nobody can read it. Are you? They don't teach cursive. They don't anymore? even teach it anymore. Do you remember that? That was like yes, discipline. Like they the had was a, the only thing in the Reinhardt system got less than an A in. Yeah, I got a C in penmanship. Penmanship. Penmanship was awful. But now... The Reinhardt system. I can handwrite very, very neatly. My printing's terrible, but my handwriting, yeah. I got it to the point where it's very neat. Your cursive, you're my saying. My cursive, yes. Yeah. 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 Send a card. Right. You know what happened to that? I, I make it... In my business, if I ever... You want to stand contact, out? You, exactly. Oh, David. my God. All right. So is it the person being introduced or the person <laughs> yeah, that is being introduced to that should do the follow-up or both? I would say, you know what? Real gentlemen, both. But in my example... Whoever does it wins. Whoever does it wins. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So if you both do it, you both win. But you should definitely follow up, and I think the best way is through a handwritten card. The second follow-up method would be an email. It's a less formal method, but hey, you're still following up, right? right. You're still acknowledging the encounter, the, men, the meeting, the friendship, with an offer of thanks and a call to be of service down the road in the future should they ever need anything. The other method here, which is not commonly used, is a phone call. Again, a simple, quick phone call, noting what a pleasure it was to meet that person and how you look forward to staying in touch and developing and maintaining that relationship. You taking notes here, Marcus? All right. All right. This is big stuff. I expect you don't to have to go to hand... college for this. This is way better. I expect, I expect... a handwritten note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 15 Spitbrook Road. God is the art of follow-up and making yourself impressionable, notable, and a true gentleman. Gentleman's Way brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Are you debonair? Enough. Are you debonair enough to, to write somebody a letter? Do you know thank you cards? I buy them by the case. Yes, I do. I buy them by the case. That's right. Yep. It is important. It is. And it makes you stand out, and it's the right thing to do anyway. As Jose nope. Dominguez would say in the Dominican Republic, it's muy importante, which means do it or I'll kill you. <laughs> That's a, a little Spanish lesson for you. Yeah, there we go. When do you send them out? Like for new customers? Or? No, you know... So, I, I met, like you say, I met somebody or uh, like. Somebody. Let's say you have the second annual father and son cigar dinner coming up, right? <sighs> yeah. And uh, you meet someone new. Would you send them a card? Possibly, it, possibly. Okay. But the the you know it's going to be uh, Eric Newman, uh, Bobby Newman, and his son okay. that are coming up for it. So it'll be the son's first cigar event in his whole life. He is very very excited about it. Wow. And after he does, and I don't know if he's listening, it's, I'm blowing it if he does, but I will be thanking him for doing it. He will be wanting to thank me, but I have to thank him because he's doing me a service, and I'm honored that he's going to do his first ever cigar event with me. Yeah. So I can't thank you enough, and it's, it's, it's going to mean something to him, right? That's, I hope. That's card worthy. Yeah, absolutely. 
So, uh, you know, I just came back from the Davidoff Advisory Board. Mm-hmm. They were very nice to me. They wined and dined me. They told me things uh, behind the scenes that can't be let out yet. I was tr- able to uh, smoke the new Davidoff Nicaraguan that's going to be coming out. Nobody's ever had it before. Uh, uh, new Camacho stuff that I was very blown away with. Wait till you see the new lineup of Camacho. Everything has changed about Camacho that you know. Camacho really? is now the infamous Camacho. And uh, it's spectacular. And uh, I'm very excited about it, but I'm more excited that they brought me into it. You know, they uh, showed it to me. They wanted my opinion. uh, And and they're thanking me for it. I thank them for including me. Yeah. So that deserves it. Mm. Uh, anything deserves it. I mean, I, I wish I had all day to, to do it all the time, but uh, I think it's an important thing. And uh, there were 10 of us, 10 retailers that were there, and I'm going to guess that I'm going to be the only one that's going to uh, extend a thank you. I, I hope they all do it, but uh, I will stand out. Gentlemen. And, and it's a gentleman way of doing it. And uh, well, I understand the Debonair Rum. Just won all kinds of awards uh, at the rum. He must have a rum convention or a run. Whatever. Oh, yeah. International oh, yeah. rum tasting of the world. Yeah, whatever it is, they got all the gold medals and stuff. They did very well with it. I had an opportunity, to, not even available uh, around here yet. But uh, when I was down in the Dominican Republic, I got to taste it. And one of them was a honey rum. And I'm not into flavor honey from anything. The I don't know. But I'm not into flavored anything. If it was rum, I want it to taste like rum rum. See how he snuck that dig in right yeah, there? Yeah, I got it. Not very gentlemanly of him. Yeah. But uh, away. delicious. Honey rum. It was delicious, and I can't wait for it to be available uh, to buy. In the Dominican Republic, yeah. we got something called Mama Juana, which is a whole bunch Marijuana? of Marijuana? Mama Juana. <laughs> like Mother Juana. Mama Juana. Yes, and this is a whole bunch of wood pieces uh, put together and we cure with honey. We put the rum in there, let it cure for a year, then we use it, we serve it, it has the honey, wood taste to the rum. So ah. they put the honey on the wood and they stick the wood in the... In the no, uh, they, they chop up wood. Chop up wood. And they put this, all these specific woods for the mamahuana and we put the rum in, we put honey with the rum and it comes this sweet and bitter taste together which is delicious on the rum. And you do it, it's not like something you buy out of a bottle. This is no, something this that's is, made. This is made by people in the countryside. It's been used there for, for hundreds of years. In the They're coming to take me away. Oh, here we go. Coming to take me away. Ho, ho, hee, hee, ha, ha. Time for the insane asylum. Well, beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's Asylum. That's right. That is asylum. You're moving your lips like uh, uh, you have chewing gum in it. What was the name of that? With the mon- they used to do the, the, the monkeys. Uh, the monkeys on TV that they would chew, put bubble gum so, in. So uh, this is the attack of the chili fist. Mr. Less. Khan was cleaning up his convenience shop while whistling a jaunty tune when a guy walked in and shoved a gun up against his head. Unfortunately for the criminal, Khan was no stranger to robberies. The criminal screamed in Khan's face and demanded he empty the store's register, swearing to God that he'd kill him dead. 
Khan showing only a slight annoyance at the possibility of having his brains blown out, he carefully explained, You're swearing to God? And you have a gun in your hand? Doesn't make any sense to me. If you believe in God, you shouldn't be holding a gun to my head, so you better leave. The criminal who had a gun wasn't phased by this because Khan was 49 years old and weighed about 100 pounds soaking wet, and also he had a gun. Upon coming to the conclusion that the robber, the robber was not going to leave, even despite his little speech, Khan strolled to the counter and grabbed a handful of chili powder and threw it in the criminal's face, then punched him with the chili lace fist for good measure. Because he figured the guy wasn't going to shoot him because he believed in God. Or he wouldn't kill somebody. Now, if you've ever touched your eyes or, God forbid, your junk, after handling chili powder, you can just imagine the criminal's immense pain, which was hopefully only compounded why by was the he punch touch to the his, face. Why would he touch his junk at that moment? I'm not really sure. All right. It's not, not to say here. Uh, and the resulting shame as he ran while Khan chased him out of the store. Good for Khan, but uh, that's insane. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho. You've got to change the 6x60 to 6x80 now. Says six by oh, it says 6x80? I like the vigilantes when they get the bad guy, throw chili powder in their face, and uh, the, guy runs, the guy runs away. But it would be better if he was caught by the police, and he's in jail right now, and getting beaten by there by the other criminals because he's too stupid. <laughs> it's the stupid criminal stories, you know? Yeah. Ridiculous. You ever hear the one of the guy that robbed the bank, and he wrote a note on the back of an envelope yeah. that was mailed to him? So he wrote it. They gave him the money, and then he, he ran away and says, we're going to have to go find this guy. And he goes, I got his address right here. It was in the back of the envelope that he gave. They're, they're idiots, and that's why they're criminals, because they can't figure out how to make a buck, right? Insane. Insane. So, uh, yeah, this is, these asylum cigars are going well. Um, the Olga, which is a uh, half Candela, half Maduro, uh, Baba Pole, Seven by seventy. Seven by seventy is as ridiculous as it gets. You think until they come out to six by eighty, and we got that, and uh, the games begin. But as I said earlier, everybody, and the manufacturers that are listening, and I know you are, it's over. That's it. It doesn't go any further. The uh, people have spoken. There is no eighty-one. The people. The people have spoken. <laughs> the cigar authority has spoken. That's it. It's the cigar authority. I'm making a mess over here, but uh, we're enjoying right now the uh, La Mesa Cubana. I don't know what size this was, but the magic of this cigar is every cigar is the same price. They're around $5 a piece. So we have found the, uh, the world needs a good $5 cigar. We have found it right here with La Mesa Cubana. Uh, creamy is a good, good note for this. Smooth and creamy, relaxing, comfortable cigar. I would want this to be my first cigar of the day. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This is it. With us is Jose Dominguez, uh, producing uh, upwards of 17, 18 million cigars a year out of the Dominican Republic. Some cigars you have never heard of. He makes them uh, lots of private labels and things like that. But um, great cigars, nevertheless. And um, as he said, coming up is going to be a uh, cigar using 17-year-old tobacco from 1996. The same age uh, Marcus was born. Yes. 1996. 
So uh, if you have any ideas of uh, what uh, to do with that. We've already had one submission that's been denied. Denied. The albino Smurf. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But if you have any good suggestions what to do with it, please let us know. And even if they allow you, they sound ridiculous. Some crazy things come out of ridiculous. We, we smoke the pencil. How crazy is that? Turns out to be a huge seller for us. We got a cigar um, uh, named after uh, the group Queen Rhapsody in uh, different odd shapes. Uh, very successful. Alapiaca. I know I'm not even close, but uh, the Equilibrium Cigar, and uh, now this uh, La Mesa Cubana. So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us in. Next week, we have the Honeymooner coming in here. John Gazzaro from Studio Tobacco, Oliver and Nup Cigars, was married this week. He's coming in next week. Instead of having his honeymoon, he's coming with us. And he's got special cigars because we have the... Uh, uh, studio Tobacco event that's going to be happening next week live from our Seabrook store where we'll be broadcasting there. So join Honeymooner John Gazzaro of Studio Tobacco, Oliver and Nub Cigars for a very special cigar live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook. For Sean in the studio, Marcus joining us here, Chuck Morrison, Mr. Jonathan, Jose Dominguez, thank you for joining with us. I'm David Garofalo. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And above all else, when you're smoking your cigars by Jose Dominguez, please keep the lid end out of your mouth. Hi, Chuck Morrison here for Desperado Cigars. You know, the economy is down. You hear it all the time. But what can you do about it? Well, not much if you ask me. But you can save a little scratch on your cigars if you're that desperate. Now, I'm no desperate man, but I can still enjoy a Desperado cigar. In this economy, you can still find a cigar that you can cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. Desperado cigars are imported from the fine Dominican Republic and priced for just about a dollar a smoke. Shoot, you can't beat that with a stick. They'll keep the bugs away and your old lady too. Desperado cigars. They taste fine and smoke well. Desperado cigars. Lowest priced national brand in the land. I'm Chuck Morrison for Desperado Cigars. Don't forget to turn off the lights. We'll try to save some money around here. You hear? Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices.